how can we start to create better balance in our lives so we're not in the rat race of feeling like we're constantly stressed out and overwhelmed? Well, that's what I'm going to be talking with you about today. Welcome to the Balance Code Podcast, a place where you have permission to step outside the hamster wheel of day-to-day life and learn tools to create more balance. My name is Katie Russler. I'm a licensed therapist and burnout and hidden grief specialist. I support ambitious, goal-driven people who are ready to get off the one-way train to burnout and start to enjoy life to the fullest. Oh, and by the way, I'm an American living in Germany who's still learning the language, mom of three, and an entrepreneur. Living my balance code is what keeps me able to work in incredible ways without burning out. Welcome back to the podcast. So this whole podcast is about creating our balance code, right? And everybody's code is different. There are different things and components to creating balance in each of our lives that is unique to us or has a different flavor for us than it does for others. Okay, but how do we create balance in our lives? Well, you could go back and listen to every episode of this podcast, or I can sum it up for you today, and that's my plan. So one of the things that I've been working on over the last year to create my own balance code is creating more space in my calendar, not always having it so filled up with things. And what I've had to learn how to do to create that space was to start to say the word no. No, I'm not available. Sorry, I can't do that. Maybe another time. And that does not come easily to me because I have always enjoyed being the yes person and I love doing a lot of things. So saying yes is easier than saying no. But I realized, as many of us all have realized, the more yeses we say to other people, the more no's we're saying to ourselves. So I had to start to realize how to say yes to myself and no to everyone else. And that be okay. Now, if you've listened to my episode on disappointment and how to handle other people's disappointment, you know, I I created that episode because I've had to work on that myself. Part of the struggle with saying no to people is having to deal with their feelings of being let down or their emotions around it. And frankly, it does not add to my balance to constantly help them out instead of making sure I'm doing okay. So creating space on my calendar, not always filling it up with things to do, and not always saying yes has been one of the biggest tools to me creating more balance in my life. And I find with my clients, it's the same issue. They constantly feel like they're saying, yes, yeah, sure, I can do it. Oh, of course I can do that. Even if it's not even something they really want to do, or It's just because they're good at it, they could do it quickly, like might as well, and they forget that it's still draining their energy from doing things that they want to do. So that's number one, is allow for space in your calendar and learn how to get comfortable with saying no to people. Okay. The next area that I'm finding in my own life that's helping me create balance, and I know this is going to support you too is having good, key, solid relationships. This is a difficult one because there are going to be people in your life who are going through difficult seasons, right? They're going to have their challenges just like you. And so you want to be there for them. You want to be a part of their lives through thick and thin, not just rainbows and butterflies. But if you're in a season right now where you're like barely hanging on 
What support are you even able to give those who are struggling too? How are you guys lifting each other up? Maybe you found ways to do that, but often I find we end up pulling each other down without realizing it. So having core strong relationships with people who are in different seasons of their lives, people who are like at the top of their game, people who are on the way up and people who are struggling is important. We need to have a good balance of different types of relationships, because if we're only surrounded by people who are struggling too, if they're struggling in their core relationships, if they're struggling with their work, if they're struggling with work-life balance, then we're just kind of staying in the same cesspool of issues. But if we can find people in our lives that we can hold on to a little bit more strongly, talk with them more regularly, spend more time with them, who are out of our situation and moving forward, are really growing in the different avenues from us, we will be pulled to grow too. We will be pulled to create balance as well. And those healthy relationships cultivate healthy, you know, flowers and blooms, right? In other areas of our lives. When we are, especially like our romantic relationship, right? With our partner, if we're in a good, solid, strong relationship, other areas of our lives feel so much easier to handle. We feel a lot less stress. If things are in the flow at home, we're like, whoo, the family's going well, we're good. You know, work might be struggle, but I feel good when I come home. Or you've got that core friendship group, that tribe that you know you can go and hang out on Friday nights with and you're like, ah, got my people. All of that helps us have better balance in our lives because they encourage us to be healthier versions of ourselves. So relationships are key. And this past year has taught me the importance of shedding the old. We often keep relationships around that really aren't helping us. They're not helping us become stronger. And we keep them around because they've been there. You know, we've gone through a lot of life stuff. Again, we don't want to be sort of like fair weather friends. Like we want to be there for them. But there is a point in all relationships, whether either it's going to grow stronger or it's time to just let it go. Maybe it'll come back around. It's okay. But you get to decide what needs to be kind of shed like an old skin, right? Like let's shed this off and then let's really gravitate and pull in those relationships that help us grow stronger. I had to do that this year. It is not comfortable. There is grief work involved, but it's essential to having those healthier and better relationships. So a key to your balance code for sure is having stronger relationships that help you grow. Okay, the third one is giving yourself more grace, not holding yourself up to these expectations and standards that are maybe based on other people's beliefs about how you're supposed to be or you know where you're supposed to be in your life by this point. Give yourself grace to make mistakes, to not be perfect, to not have it all figured out, to say, I don't know, and be okay with that. That is essential to us having any type of balance in our lives, is not holding on to the, ah, it didn't happen this way. I didn't do it right. I can't start this because I don't know that it'll be perfect. Let it go and give yourself grace when it doesn't work out the way you wanted it to or you hoped. A lot of the things that have happened in my life this last year that were so positive, I had not planned for. I had not expected. In fact, many of them, I planned for something totally opposite. And when I finally let go, 
the new opportunity came and it was way cooler than I could have dreamt of. I had to learn how to give myself some grace, take a step back. It's okay. I didn't get my way. It's okay. I didn't do it right. It's okay that I made a mistake and move on, move forward. So give yourself grace. You know, there's an episode on forgiveness for a reason. I've had to do that work, the work of learning how to forgive myself and forgive others so that I could be open to new things in my life and to be able to let go of that baggage and give myself and others grace while also learning from the past. So make sure you go listen to the episode on forgiveness if you're finding like, "Mm, Katie, I feel like I need this in my life too. We all do. Side note, we all do. So give yourself that grace. We absolutely need this. The other piece to creating balance in your life is recognizing the importance of your mental, emotional, and physical health. You are not a rubber ball. And if you remember the episode on juggling all the things, I believe it's episode three, talked about there are glass balls and there are rubber balls, and we are juggling all of them at once. And it is essential that we figure out what the glass balls are and which ones are the rubber balls. So then we know the rubber balls can keep bouncing, but the glass will break when we drop it. Your health, overall health, is essential to your balance. If you're physically not well, you're not in balance. If you're emotionally not well, you're not in balance. If you're mentally not well, you're not in balance. I don't know if you've noticed if one is out, the other two are off as well because they're all interconnected. So finding ways to start to pay attention to your mental health, to listen to your emotional health. Are you finding you're like super reactive all the time? Are you finding you're always in negative Ned or negative Nancy mode? And then listening to your physical health. Are you always just giving the short-term gratification of sugar and alcohol and caffeine and all the things to just get you through the day and cope with whatever the stress was? Or are you actually listening to your body when it goes, ah, I'm in need. I'm deficient in this. Can you make sure you're eating this more or taking care of this? This journey for me over this last year was working with a naturopath and finding out what I'm actually deficient in rather than like what everybody says you should eat more of or not. I was like, oh, what? Uh, Stressed out people are like depleting themselves of magnesium and calcium. Didn't know that. Done all the reading. Kind of knew about magnesium, but I was like, what? Calcium? So I had to go on this path of figuring out not just reading what other people say, but actually learning about my body, going and getting the test done to know what I need, and then giving it what it needs. And not what it doesn't need, just because my brain goes, I need some coping strategies right now, so let me go eat a lot of sugar. No, doesn't help you cope, makes things worse. (laughs) So mental, emotional, and physical health are essential to your balance. When you physically feel good, and mentally and emotionally feel strong, you are more resilient to the stress in your life anyway. So that work project that's like used to be super annoying, all of a sudden you're like, meh. I slept great last night. I'm good. I can handle this. The issues in your relationship that you were like, ah, all day, you got your exercise, you did the things you needed to, and now you can handle it with more patience. The frustrations with your kids. You're like, I have so many creative ideas of things we can do together today. So we're not staring at each other and fighting. Awesome. Because your physical, mental, and emotional health 
are way more balanced and it's a glass ball. So it's not a, let me work on it five years from now. It's like today, let's work on it today. And remember that your mind will tell yourself that certain cravings need this. So often when we go, I need sugar, I need sugar, I need sugar, we need protein, right? Often when we're like, I'm hungry, I want to eat more, 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 we're dehydrated. So some of the things that our mind goes, oh, I need this, isn't always correct. So make sure you're checking in with your body and going, what do you really need? Then you start to respond and take care of those things. Okay, lastly, the thing I want you to be aware of to create more balance in your life is whose voice are you regularly hearing in your ear? What, Katie? What are you talking about? What are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you watching? Who are you talking to on a regular basis? What are you inputting that might be creating imbalance in your life? If you're constantly taking in negative, 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 if you're constantly surrounding yourself with critical and nothing that's about growth and healing and how to take the step forward rather than stay in the victim block role, then you're going to continue to be stuck. If we're not listening to the things that help us want to grow and get where we want to go, if we're not surrounding ourselves with people who are on that same path, maybe in different lanes, but also going, I want to move forward. I don't want to stay stuck. I want to be like everyone else. If we're not reading the books or giving ourselves the mental break of reading a fiction versus a nonfiction personal growth book, right? Like we're not putting in stuff that just like helps us grow and feel good and take a critical look at things and understand how we can change, but also like good food for our brain. We're not doing these things. We're kind of staying stuck in this space. I had a a good friend out of grad school who was at the beginning of his career as well. And he had this habit of getting into different hobbies, but it wasn't hobbies plural at one time. It was one hobby at a time for about three to four months. He was so set on this was going to be his hobby. He read every book, watched every video, listened to every podcast to really like become a master of it. And he would talk about it like he was like the boss. And we would listen because he sounded so much of the authority on it. I realized that if I take that into my life and go, okay, here's an area I want to work on. I'm just going to dive into it. Anything I listen to is going to be about that. Anything I read is going to be about that. Anything I watch is going to be about that. Within a matter of weeks, if not months, I like not an expert maybe, but like I know my stuff and I feel more confident in it. If I surround myself with people I can have conversations with about those topics who are interested too, then it's even more like solidified in me, this thought process, this belief system, this way of being. So watch what you're putting in and notice how it's affecting what you're putting out. This creates better balance. If there are areas in your life you want to improve on, start to really get the information on how to do that. Start to do the work on how to do that. And then you'll notice the output is more balance, right? Less stress, feeling more relaxed, feeling more confident, less imposter syndrome, a healthier, stronger relationship, less arguing all the time, whatever it might be. But you have to have a boundary around what you're putting in so that what you put out is what you actually want to see in your life. 
Okay. I hope you enjoyed these tips and tools and ideas for how to create better balance in your life. I know they have been things I've been working on the complete year, just really understanding how I can create better balance for myself in this season of raising three children in a country that's not my home country while building a business, right? Like a lot of balls to balance, but really understanding what are the key things to, like the key foundations to creating better balance. And it is about all of these things. I hope you enjoyed today and here's to finding our balance code. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, take a moment to leave a rating and a review. Interested in learning more about my work and the resources I have to support you in this season of your life? Check out the links in the show notes to connect and learn more. And as always, here's to finding our balance code.